Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. Time for School, Rock School, with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. And a couple of, I'm assuming women, that's what they sound like on the tape. I don't mean to sound sexist, but it sounds like women on the tape would not shut up. Uh, Badly behaved audience members. Class is in. It's a Rock School radio show emanating from... My house. Hey now. Oh, hey I'm now, sorry. no, no, no. It's our house. That's uh, right. Right. Monique Gregoire is no longer sitting at that microphone and probably won't be for about two months because she decided to go away and have a baby. Aww. Aww slacker. She's on uh, maternity leave, so sitting in is my wife, Tammy, right across the way there. Now, if it sounds a little different in terms of audio, uh, it should. We are not in the KSLU studios. We're at my home studio, and it's Friday night. Uh, that's when we're recording, so we're, uh, well, drinking. What do you what do you have over there? What is well, that? Well, I'm drinking a, uh, a pear cider. A pear cider. It's really not that good. I was going to say, you're kinda very... kind of good, but not real good. You're very frou-frou. I mean, a... a it a, was on sale. What would you have done? I guess I'd have bought the cider. All right, let's talk about the topic today. And by the way, this is the first show we're recording in 2015, and... It's it's a good show for it because if you're going to go to a, a rock concert, you may see this or if you've been going to rock concerts, you may have noticed this. I started to find stories online that audiences at rock concerts are becoming more and more rude, if you will, more and more hard to deal with. Now, I've seen it before, but... This millennial generation coming up, those who are social media savvy, those who have the phones, those who won't watch the concert but want to see it through the little screen on the back of their phone, all of that is starting to get in the way. And another thing that seems to happen a great deal is the people who are going to concerts more and more believe that they paid their money so you, the musician, are the background music for their party. So I'm wondering, what can I do with this information? Write I, a paper, yeah, 600 words, sure, send it off. Do a, do a rock school show would be better. So here's what I found. As I started searching on YouTube, I found a lot of artists who began yelling and chiding the audience from the stage. Oh, no. So I have all these little clips. So let's just do one real quick. Mike Darty, who also had the, the band Soul Coughing, but this is from one of his solo pieces. He was uh, out at one of, his, uh, one of his tours, the Jar Tour. It was, in fact, the opening night at the New Lincoln Hall in Chicago. And he was singing, and a woman would not shut up. Oh. So from the stage. Just have her removed. I, I'm of that opinion, too, but Doherty stopped it and said, lady, shut up. Is that what he said? Well, he didn't know. I have shut the front door, you know, shut the fire truck up from a few people, including Barbara Streisand. And we'll play that a little later on. But... He is a little more polite about it, and you'll hear later on some people aren't so polite about it. So, 
piece of audio first, the clip, right into a song of his, and we'll talk more about it on this rock school uh, show. I want to hear this. It's a sold out show. And uh, I don't believe it said, listen to some lady talking on the marquee. Uh, sorry to interrupt the show by telling you to shut up, but... Yeah, Jim. Proceed. And I fell out on the streets to write a song. Absolute ultimate, want to be your only one now Feel the warmth over everything Sweet and plain, unsingable name That rings in my mind now That strums me like a string up Chime unsingable name over everything. There's Mike Doherty right here on Rock School uh, after telling a fan to shut up. Now, it's not just shut up. You and I have gone to concerts. And Many. we have run into people who won't shut up. Specifically, we went to a Billy Joel concert, and two girls behind us not only sang every word. They did. But decided between songs to discuss, you know, the, not their love life, where are we going afterwards, don't you love my nails? Oh, it was, uh, I was miserable. And finally, we turned around and said, shut the front door. And then they made it their existence to ruin the concert for us, because when they got a chance, they would go, oh, I guess we should shut up. Oh, I think we should be quiet now. And, it, you know, I, I don't want to, you know, punch anybody. It's but if funny I have now, to, but it was not funny at the time. It really wasn't. Uh, I'm going to talk about a survey of concert people from Salt Lake City in one of the breaks where it says what to do. And I disagree strongly with what the people in Salt Lake City have to say, with oh, the, what the Mormons have to wow, say. Wow, they're so, standing up, huh? Now, you think to yourself, okay, somebody's talking, that's annoying. They're using their cell phone, that's annoying. But it gets physical as well. Are you familiar at all with the group Primus? Um, Primus? San Francisco? Exactly okay. that. Les Claypool is their front man, really right. the Eddie Van Halen of bass. It's just, he is a wizard. You go to watch him. Exactly. And, and simply be impressed. Somebody spit on him. I, uh, I, why? Human DNA? Why? Oh, no. Why? Why on the earth would you do that? And I, I think it has to do with, you know, I'm at this concert. I've spent $80. I can do whatever I want, and, and I think social media has a lot to do with it. Look at me. Look at my life. I am the center of this. It all revolves around me, and for some reason, this guy, you know, with his buddies, maybe a few too much to drink, spit on him. Oh, but spitting, I mean, that I almost sounds like they could be arrested. I will tell you this. Luckily, he spit on Les Claypool. Les Claypool is a thinking man. 
and calmly diffuse the situation. My thinking man would be telling me to go get it, get in the shower. Well, he, luckily he spent on Les Claypool because had he spent on a lot of other people, say, you know, a punk group, this guy would have been beaten to a pulp. Claypool handled it, you know, like a thinking man. So here it is. Here's the clip. It's a little long. It's about a minute and a half right into a uh, Primus song, Frizzle Fry, here on Rock School. You know... I haven't been playing bass for over 15 years to have some stupid son of a spit on me from the pit. Now look, if you want your money back, I'll be more than happy to give you your money back, you ignorant piece of shit. I've been watching. One came right there, one came right there, and then this last one hit me in the shoulder. So it's the same son of a Do me a favor. Go to the roulette table and spit at that guy and see what the hell happens to you. Well, you me up. I can't play Frizzle Fry now because I don't remember where the hell we were. Which is a shame because I enjoy playing that song. If anybody sees who did that, please for me. See, Lurt, it, Lurt, it took the steam, it took, it took the wind out of my sails. We were cruising along good, and the guy took the wind out of my sails. I was, I was picturing myself as Eddie Van Halen. I was in a rock show, and now I don't know what happened. You know, I'm like a nice guy. I don't, I don't get irritated easily. The guy spits on me. You're nice to animals. Wash down your ears. Yeah. Coming out of Primus here on Rock School, I've got another real short one that is a shut-the-front-door reaction. Are you familiar at all with Regina Spector? Phil's, you know uh, Phil Spector's daughter, That niece, would make sense. That's cousin? logical. Uh, it's not spelled the same. Uh, Phil Spector, the one who is in jail, the producer, is S-P-E-C. Regina Spector is S-P-E-K. So the Russian spelling, if you will. She is uh, an indie rocker uh, and, and nice peppy songs, but in Atlanta, she was doing a slower section of her concert. She was doing an acapella song where she sort of needed things to be quiet. And a couple of, I'm assuming women, that's what they sound like on the tape. I don't mean to sound sexist, but it sounds like women on the tape would not shut up. Uh. Badly and, behaved audience members, huh? Right. And finally, Regina just went, shut the front door. And you can hear other audience members go, yay, because I'm sure it's annoying to them as well. First the clip, then right into a song by Regina Spector here on Roxbury. <laughs> That's 
better from Regina Spector. And we're coming into our first break here on Rock School. And by the way, we're going to finish the break by playing a little clip from Barbara Streisand. No, not bad. Yeah. And just like Regina Spector, shut the fire truck up. Yeah. She uh, she uses the F-bomb, which I think is kind of fun. So Sexy. Barbara Streisand. Yeah. She uses the F-bomb, and I think it's sexy. So, <laughs> hey, I mentioned this Salt Lake City newspaper survey of concert owners and venue people that say it it is getting worse it is becoming more annoying to be at a concert and they state the big thing is talking that's that's the number one complaint they're getting i agree and they're seeing more and more and more of it again they those who created the survey think it has to do with the millennial mindsets you know i i paid the money I, because social media thinking, I am the center of this, and you, the band, are the background music to the party I am having here, and I'm going to discuss. I am going to this, I'm going to that. But the second thing that they say is happening more and more is the fact that because of the social media mindset, everything I do must be shared immediately. So phones are not only being held up, and being pointed at the stage. So if you're back in the rows, you're looking at a thousand little screens. Oh, I hate that. So do I, pointed up there. But even if the screens aren't pointed up, what you have is, you know, a a series of just little tiny lights pointing up at the face right. of people who are texting, who are emailing, who are what have you. They refuse to be in the physical moment. They must be here, but on their, you know, Pick it. Facebook, Twitter. They got to let let the world know where they are. Right. And I I don't understand that. But then again, I'm a fogey. But I don't understand why you can't wait the two, two and a half hours until it's over. Then knock yourself out. Is it it excitement? Is it uh, uh, too much booze? No, I think it is a concept uh, and thought process of me. I am the center of it all. Look. And I think you also lead two lives anymore. You lead the live that you exist, and you lead the live on your social media. Which has to look better than the actual life that you it. lead. And part of it is making other people feel that your existence is so much better well, now than it I'm, actually now is. Well, now I'm depressed because you live a better life than I do. Dogs on it. I always have. So this, this survey from Salt Lake City, what do you do if you are near people that are doing this? They state, walk away. Leave, no. move. I don't buy that no. at all either. I think you confront. I think it's only going to be a matter of time before these people are going to sort of just take over. And if all we do is sort of, okay, you stay here and do this, what are we going to start to do? Have sections? The no phone section right. here? The no. I, well, it used to be one bad apple, and now it, it's like a whole, you know, it's a whole bunch right. of bad apples. It's generational. Oh, I agree. Hey, WJAB, Huntsville. You tried us over the Christmas break. You're not an affiliate yet, but you tried us. Come you on, y'all. You tried us a couple times. That's right. Now, my, my wife here is from Alabama, and she knows how to use the Southern vernacular. Alabama Lama Ding Dong. Pick us up. You tried us. WJAB. Come on. We've sent you emails. Become an affiliate of ours. So, all right. We're going to play Babs. Barbara Streisand saying the F word. And isn't Say that, it ain't so. Isn't that what this show's all about? We're we'll back in a minute here on Rock School. Shut the fuck up. Shut 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 up.
All right, coming out of the break, you like uh, Dave Grohl? You like Foo Fighters? You like your beer? I, I do, but it's light. That's what's happened to me. Now that I've turned 50, I'm drinking light beers. What has happened to look me? Look at me. I'm drinking a freaking pear cider. And look on the side of the bottle. Do you what? see what it says? I, no, it's too small. I'm old. I can't see a okay. little print like that. Gluten-free. There's no gluten in pears. I didn't think there was either. <laughs> Getting back to the Foo Fighters, ladies and gentlemen. This is what happened at a concert. Not, not shut the F up, not these things that we've been talking about, but a fight. A fight broke out. And Dave Grohl handled it from the stage. I get the feeling. I like that. that. Well, I guess so too, but it scares me a little bit because he singles out a human being and, you know, get out of here, get out of here. What scares me about it is what if the crowd turned on this guy? Now, the Foo Fighters are a hard rock band, so you've already got the crowd pumped. You know, you've already got the heart rate up. And he says, you, you in the striped shirt, that guy right there. You know, now, he himself never says, get him. But what if the crowd on their own decided to turn on this guy? That's what scares me yeah, about but this doesn't, clip. Doesn't the audience feel better when someone from the stage confronts it? It's and cathartic. Take, and takes it is. control of it. It is, and I think it also shuts people up when when you can see that the artist is also upset. It's like the teacher finally, you know, the bully in the classroom, the teacher finally did something. But I, I feel endorphins releasing right now. Just a little just bit. Just thinking about it. It still scares me because this could have gone bad real fast. So Dave Grohl, clip first right into one of his songs, and uh, we'll be back in a minute on Rock. <laughs> Stop, stop. No, 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 no. You don't fight at my show, you Who's Who's that right there? Let me see him. Who's fighting right now? Who's fighting? Let me see him. It's that guy in the striped shirt right there. Hey, mother look at you. Hey, look at me. Hey, in the striped shirt. Look at me right here, mother Look at me. Look at me. Get the out of my show right now. Get the out. Get the out of my show. Get the out of my show right now. You don't come to my show and fight. You come to my show and dance. You have get the f out of here.
Coming out of the Foo Fighters here on Rock School. Welcome to the bottom of the hour, plus about hmm, four minutes. You know, I just don't time very well at home. Once again, Monique Gregoire is not here. She's off having a baby, and we'll let you know if she has a boy or a girl. As money soon as on the girl, does. money on the girl. I think it is, too. That's what I'm guessing, because, you know, being an older lady, I know if it's a boy or a girl by the way she carried it. Uh, once again, my name is Joe Burns. You are... Uh, I'm Tammy Burns, and she's going to whack you upside the head when she hears that older <laughs> lady comment what is she 24 no no no. 25? i said i being an older lady don't you don't you know oh, that oh yeah this, yeah yeah the women who are like 80 years old i can tell it's a oh, girl dude, because i'm, I'm not even look. 80 and i do that stuff all the time <laughs> you're not quite 80 uh okay let's do this seven days 70 seconds uh, these are the rock and roll dates january 19th through january 25th i believe you the almost 80 year old woman has monday go you're in such trouble yes. january 19th 1978 johnny rotten was fired from the Sex Pistols for not being weird enough anymore. January 20, 1965, American disc jockey Alan Freed dies from a arrhythmia. At the age of 42, Freed called himself the father of rock and roll and appeared in such movies as Rock Around the Clock and Don't Knock the Rock. His career was, uh, sorry, but destroyed by the payola scandal that hit the broadcasting industry late 1950s. January 21, 1997, Colonel Tom Parker, Elvis Presley's manager, an agent died of a stroke in Las Vegas, Nevada at the age of 87. January 22, 1967, the Monkees performed live for the first time at the Cow Palace, San Francisco to a sellout crowd. Uh, January 23rd, 1977, Patti Smith, she broke her back when she fell off the stage at a gig in Tampa, Florida. January 24, 1958, the Quarrymen perform at the Cavern Club in Liverpool. This was the band's only performance at the club. It was three years later when they appeared again at the Cavern, but they were the Beatles at that point in time. And then finally, January 25, 1989, Bobby Brown was, was arrested for an overtly sexually suggestive performance after a show in Columbus. He was fined $652 under the anti-lewdness ordinance law. How did you come up with $652? How, how did he come up with that act? I don't know. That wraps up seven days and 70 seconds. Okay. Jared Leto? Leto? He's the brother Leto? of the, the actor. Is it Leto? Uh-huh. Yeah, the guy the, who yeah, just from, won the Oscar. They're from Louisiana. Are they really? Yes, they are. Bozier City. Didn't you tell me that? Is, I'm almost positive that's correct. You don't know, do I you? can't remember, you but... Like, let's no, just pretend yeah. Louisiana. Let's just say Louisiana and Fair stop. Fair enough. Good. Well, his band, 30 Seconds to Mars, was performing live, and his guitar went out of tune. I get it. You should have a guitar tech. You should have a guitar that's in tune. He didn't. Well, while he's putting it in tune, hoots, hollers, jeers, you know, blah, right, blah, blah. Right, right, get his attention. And he finally had just had enough, and he said, shut the front door and a few other words. So here's the clip right into 30 Seconds to Mars from yesterday here on Rockstar. Just shut the f*** up for a second. I'm trying to make it sound pretty for you, okay?
ever gone to an orchestra concert, classical music? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Did you dress up? Yes, I did. You did. It, it's just sort of an unwritten rule that you dress in a more, I guess, upstanding fashion. And you get there on time. Right. It says here, and this is called from two or three little websites I went to, orchestra people and those of classical music genre are now seeing that people are showing up late. They are showing up more poorly dressed and they don't know they're wrong when they show up. Flip, right. Flip-flops are being used a lot. I'm sure shorts. shorts right. Uh, well, it, t-shirts. Well, the same thing has happened, you know, the same thing has happened in religion. It's, it's the exact same thing. Yeah, it, they don't see the, and I, I know we sound like curmudgeons, I get it. Uh, I, I wonder if you if you take this to its, you know, fruition. Another generation is coming up after this. This generation that shows up to a classical music concert in, you know, a t-shirt and ripped jeans and flip-flops, what are their kids going to show up at? And you know, like a tube top and a hockey mask? I, I'm <laughs> Or they'll I'm get sick of it and they'll go back to thinking that fashion you know, and, and dressing up and, and looking neat and nice is, is a good thing. Yeah, I guess. Maybe they'll go the opposite way. But it's it's really become such a casual thing that, that certain events have lost their their appeal. Certain, you know, there's certain things you do at certain places and special classical music, and it's losing its its concept. One, one uh, website that I looked at asked the question, is it okay to knit? at a classical music concert. Because somebody has done it. Right. Right. This woman asked, it's so long and it is so soothing, I'd like to bring my knitting along oh and sit in gosh. the back. As if she was putting on a CD at her house. How about that? So here's another one. It's Van Halen, of course. First show we're recording in 2015. I want the good luck. David Lee Roth, I think they're in Connecticut. Couple guys start fighting. And he, from the stage, stops the song. I think they're playing Pretty Woman. Stops the song, chides them, and then kicks the song back Oh, up. I, I can see this happening. And if there's anyone that can win the fight, it's Dave. I think he holds a black belt in three martial arts. So, this is the clip. End of the song. Be back in a minute here in round. Second break here on Rock School. You like Peter Frampton? Love Peter Frampton. Peter Frampton had had enough of all of the phones and all of the people watching his concert through all the little screens. I I can understand that. He's us. This is easy to find, by the way. If you want to find it, search August 2014, Peter Frampton, and specifically the word rafters. Well, these people were all taking pictures and pictures and pictures, and Frampton kept saying from the stage, why don't you watch the concert? 
Stop taking so many pictures. Stop taking so many videos. Come on with the YouTube stuff. Knock it off and all that. Finally, after, and I think it was the song, Do You Feel Like We Do? Not that that means anything to the story. But after a song, he says to one of the people in the front row that was especially bad with it, let me see some of the pictures you've taken. He grabs the guy's phone and throws it into the rafters. I, wow. I'm sure the guy got all upset and in a litigious society, I'm going to sue and all of that. But the fact remains, Frampton himself had had enough. Mm, so, he had to handle it. I guess. And, you know, I know this makes me sound like an old fogey, but the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. You Stop this stuff. You know? Exactly. And the performer, you know, it, it has to start messing with their mind. Because obviously Frampton was focused on this one thing going on in the audience. He right. couldn't he couldn't continue to perform until he had fixed it. Yeah, you are not part of the show, people in the audience. You came to watch the show. Keep it that way. So, hey, here's another set of call letters. C-H-S-R. Notice the C at the beginning? I do. That means Canada. University of New Brunswick. You tried a couple shows over the Christmas break. Huh? What'd you think? Went pretty well, didn't it? How about you pick us up as a full-time sponsor? That's right. Okay? It's much warmer down here. It's much warmer everywhere compared to Canada. So pick us up. Make us an affiliate. We would love to be up there in the Great White North. You would be our first affiliate in Canada. I think we oh, give a, That would be number one. Yeah, I think we give out a trophy. A what picture, is it? A picture of a trophy. Is it a so, coffee mug? Uh, it might be. Pick us up on Facebook. Search Rock School Radio Show and like us. You really like us. Back in a minute on Rock School. Okay, last break here on Rock School. And uh, I think it sounds pretty good, don't you? I like it. Here at the home studio. Touch a reverb on there. I don't have all the same filters that we normally use at at the radio station. So I'm just doing it the same way I do when I do voiceover here at home. So just a little touch of reverb on there and see what it sounds like when we edit everything together. I, I think, think it's, it's I think it's perfect. At least it's comfortable. We can, oh, yeah. yeah. Do it on Friday A little too nights. comfortable. Yeah, I'm the... on my back looking at the ceiling. <laughs> I've got so many jokes, but can't use any of I them. I know. You like Neil Young? Yes, yes, I do. Now, I couldn't turn this into a piece of audio. However, I tried. It just didn't translate well. I urge you to go to YouTube and look up Neil Young makes fun of someone texting. Neil Young was playing a song, and it's easy to find. You'll see him as he's performing live, look down and see people in the front row playing with their phones. And what he does is go out to the front and then tap the palm of his hand like he's texting. Right. And he gets his mouth all slack jaw like he's an idiot, (laughs) pretending like he's texting as if to say to the people in the audience, stop that. You're at a concert. Right. And then he begins to chant singing shut the fire truck up shut the oh he made a song truck. out of it he certainly did he can write on the fly oh. so it's a it's a great little piece of audio and you can see all over him what are you you know what are you people doing here i'm putting on a concert and you will not clickety 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 click picture 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 I, picture. i wouldn't even have the the guts to do that in front of neil young I mean, no. some of the other people that you've called. I mean, even Barbara Streisand, I could probably go, okay. 
But Neil Young, no way. No, he, he respect. Would, he would know? frighten me. Plus, you're right, respect. So we'll finish up on a Neil Young song, and uh, maybe we've offended you. Maybe you're part of the generation that I must live on Facebook. My world must exist in cyber. I, I don't buy that. Wait, I'm, wait, hang on. I'm going to take a selfie of us now. Oh, good. We'll, we'll pop it up on uh, Because people on need Facebook. to know. Yeah, they need to know right now. Exactly what your pair, whatever that thing is, looks like. So we're going to leave. Class is dismissed. Southern Man.